If you want to scale, if you want to grow, you have to delegate and you have to empower your people to do things and trust them. That's the thing here. You have to be able to trust them that they're going to do it the best that they can. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Well, I have done a number of shows recently about different types of meetings in ways to communicate better within your organization or the things that we have learned and are implementing the best that we can where it's improving all the time. Every time we have another one of these types of meetings, it gets better. It gets more fluid. The employee knows more about what to expect and it starts to flow better, right? You're building a relationship with them and there's more shared, right? You're able to react or provide better guidance as a leader within your organization. And it just helps, right? In so many ways, you don't have meetings to just have meetings. But ultimately, I want to share with you a little bit about how your team is your biggest asset. I mean, your people are so important. And I so often see this overlooked. And I just think you are the worst off for it as a leader and as a business owner. It doesn't function as well, right? When people do not feel cared for. I want to just express some ways that we are doing that. I want to share also a story with you how a friend of mine, something he is going through and how it's him asking me some questions about this and me sharing with him how it's helped me to get better. He's in a very different industry and he was asking me about this situation. And actually this has happened over the last couple of years within this business. He's been at this company for a number of years. I'm going to give you a little story here because I know it's going to help you in your business and it's helped me. And then he From what I understand, so he's grown in this business a lot. He was an early employee. It's grown. They have a number of employees now. And he is desiring to lead, right? He's desiring to lead a team. He's grown a lot in his role. And I think technically he has people under him. But here's the thing. He's not empowered by his supervisor to lead. And if anything, his supervisor feels threatened by him right? He has grown in this role. His supervisor feels like he should be the one that knows all, right? You come to me, I know all type of mentality, which is wrong. It is so crippling for that supervisor, for that leader, and it's so crippling for his team. It's sad. It's a really sad place. It's not coming from a place of of like humble leadership, So I was talking to a mentor the other day about this and how they really just their leadership skills. I feel like this person is such a good leader. And this is going to help you to hear why I'm like stressing so much about caring for your people and some ways that we're doing this. And so I was talking to this mentor about the ways they they have led so well with their people, their organization. And the first thing out of this person's mouth was you have to care about them. <laughs> you you have to truly care about them, about your people. And, you know, I'm like, well, I do care about my people. But at this time, I thought, okay, still, I'm not there yet. I want to just continue improving in this way. And I want to continue to show that I care about my people and our employees. And I do. I do care about them, their families. But maybe I don't express it well enough. And maybe I don't take the time to show that, right? And to learn about them and to build that relationship. And 
And so that's where a number of these meetings have come out of too, even especially another show where I talked about alignment meetings. If you haven't listened to that, you should. If you are leading anybody, or if you just want to learn more about LifeBridge Capital, it would help you to hear a little more about how we are working internally. But, you know, this mentor, he was like, well, you just you have to care about them. And so, you know, that sounds so simple. It's like, how do you show that you care about them as their leader? And oftentimes, again, people will steer away from anything personal, right? And obviously, you don't want to dig into somebody's personal life. But as you are meeting with them, especially one-on-one, you're having those alignment meetings, you're going to know more about them personally. You're going to know about their spouse. You're going to know about their children. And if you don't know their spouse's name and at least how many children they have or something about their children, hopefully you know their kids' names over some time, a short period of time. Hopefully you've learned those things. And as you take notes, which I talked about during that alignment meeting as well, as you take notes about this person, when they share about their spouse, when they share about their kids or children's names, ages, those things, write it down so you can go back. And oftentimes at the very top of that document, I'll put you know their spouse's name or kids' names or ages. And so I know where to reference those things quickly, right? Because I want to keep up with those things the best that I can. Even birthdays, like I want to know when the employees' birthdays are. I had my assistant put employees' birthdays on the calendar and also uh, put their like work anniversary on the calendar. I want to reach out to them that day and say, hey, we are so grateful for you. Guess what? This is another year you've been with LifeBridge Capital. Thank you, right? Or maybe even send them a little gift or you know, on their birthday, say, hey, happy birthday. I, you know, I want you to take a few hours off today, if not the whole day, right? If they hadn't already planned something. But ultimately, this mentor of mine, and just help me to focus back on that, right? It's not as complicated as most people make it out to be, but it did, did make me think about how am I caring about our people? And as we've grown, it's, it, it only gets more difficult, right? You can't have a one-on-one relationship with 50 employees, and know about their children and their spouses and, you know, build a relationship like that, right? As you grow, I mean, you know, it started with just me and then it was just Sam and I, and then we had assistants and then we just hired a number of people, right? And then you know, we started a management company. Well, there's 50 employees there and there's no way we can get to know them all, right? But you build leaders, right? You develop leaders, you hire, hopefully you hire leaders. So that helps in a big way, which we have done. And so they can get on board with this. And they also, hopefully you're hiring people that fit your culture. Hopefully if you're caring about your employees, you're hiring leaders in your business that also care about employees and care about the people under them, which we have done. And I feel really good about how we're doing this now. And even in our management company, it's incredible to see how the Lord has worked through our our leaders there and through the employees there and hardships that they've had and how we've been able to step in and help them and, and say, hey, we care about you right? In a big way. And so that has been incredible. But another thing that we have done is have an unlimited PTO policy. And I know you're probably thinking, what? (laughs) What are you thinking? You know, unlimited? How do you do that? Well, it also goes back, believe it or not, to communications and meetings and asking questions and having, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, during our L10 meeting about rocks and you know, scheduling those 90 day, having those 90 day goals for your employees and having alignment meetings where, you know, you're following up with people and how are, you know, are you getting your to do's done? How are you doing on this rock? Right. Well, if they're falling behind, right, in numerous areas, 
then maybe it's time to follow up on that PTO policy, right? You know, and ask those questions. Well, you know, why are you falling behind on these things? You know, and hopefully you're tracking days off as well. You know, it, it doesn't mean they don't tell you that they're taking time off, but it does mean that, hey, I'm okay with them taking time off almost, almost anytime they need to or want to, as long as they're overachieving, as long as they're achieving their goals, their rocks, you know, their to-dos, as we're on track with those things, then I don't mind them taking time off here and there. I, you know, I mean, fairly regular. Honestly, it's a good thing. Believe it or not, they need time off. You need time out, just some space, right, for your mind. And I encourage family time and time with children. And you heard me do some shows recently with an author, a friend of mine named Jim Shields. He wrote the book, The Family Board Meeting. And it's simple, but he lays out a way for you to have those one-on-one meetings with your children. And so you're building that relationship over time, which I've started doing that. And it's been really good. I just highly encourage you to do that. I also offered during those shows to send you a free copy of his book. I feel that strongly about it. I tell you what, if you if you sign up, or, or I'll have them put the link in the, in the show notes of this show again as well, or you can email info at lifebridgecapital.com. And if you put in there free book with your address, obviously we got to have your mailing address. If you put your address in there and say, hey, your free book, family board meeting, I'll send you a copy for free. And so I feel that strongly about it. But I encourage my employees to do that as well. Right? I want them to have that time with their children. Let me tell you, when you care about them, you care about their families, they're going to care about you. And when they are on the clock, they're going to care about you and they're going to care that they're doing a good job. Okay. It just works that way. Right. And so I just encourage you to think about that even for your employees. And if you're tracking their own track with all these things, I encourage you to encourage them to take time off, right? With their spouse, with their children. It's only going to come back to you many times over by caring about them in that way. So, Back to my friend. So he I got sidetracked. He approached his supervisor numerous times and he has said, you know, hey, I would love to lead this group. I would love to do these things. And he's pretty much just shut down. Okay. Or he is not invited to leadership type meetings. You know, even though they've they've kind of given him the title, they've tried to check that box, right? He's approached them and said, Hey, I would love to do this. I think he's more than capable. I don't know what the holdup here is for his leadership or for his supervisor. But I think his leadership, they don't want to delegate. They don't want to give away that power of making some decisions or doing specific things or working with employees. And guess what? You have to. If you want to scale, if you want to grow, you have to delegate and you have to empower your people to do things and trust them. That's the thing here. You have to be able to trust them that they're going to do it the best that they can. And you know what? They're going to mess up. And you have to be okay with that. They're going to mess up. That's also why we're having these meetings to talk about when they mess up so we can course correct and say, okay, you know, great job making a decision. You may have made the wrong decision, but now we figured out the right way to go. Well, let's just keep going, right? And that is only going to build their confidence that much more because you trusted them. You didn't come down on them yelling at them. You don't deserve to be where you're at if you treat them that way. But you didn't come down on them that way. Hey, you know what? We're going to move forward now. I'm grateful that you led in that way. And now we figured this out. Guess what? We've got it fixed. Now we're on the right track. Okay. And they're going to be even that much more confident next time to make decisions and good decisions. But you have to empower them. You have to trust them to do it. 
And here's another tip. And so oftentimes employees will come to me and, and they ask, right? Well, what about this? Should we do this? Right? I'll say, okay, what do you think? <laughs> I want to get them thinking about what they would do, right? I may even know in my mind what I think we should do, but I want to ask more questions to help them figure that out, right? And I may not have enough information yet. We talked about this in the alignment meeting show, which I kind of got off on some other things there about decision making and whatnot. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that. But ask questions, right? You know, ask them questions about that thing. What is the ultimate goal? How do you see getting there? Reverse engineer getting there. What's going to help us to make that happen, right? And that's going to help you to make a better decision and to lead them well. But what I want is for them to come up with a decision. And they may have a different decision than you. And at that point, you can discuss it, right? We can say, well, wait a minute. You know, I was, or tell me how you got there. Tell me why you think this. That's going to help you to dig in, right? Ask them questions of how they got there and why. Again, just like I talked about in that alignment show, you're going to learn things from somebody, I hope, that knows more about their position than you do, right? Oftentimes, oftentimes. So there may be specific parts of the business that you are a specialist in, you're an expert in, just because you've been doing it for a while. But then as you hire people and as you grow, you know, they're going to become experts in specific parts of your business more than you ever thought about being. And I hope that's the case. I am trying to hire people like that all the time. And so hopefully you're asking questions and they're teaching you things that you didn't know. I hope that's the case. And that may not always be the case again, but that may steer and change what you thought was the best answer. Right? And that's by asking those questions. But I want to empower them. And just like my friend, I would like for his supervisor to ask him questions, say, okay, well, let's try that. I want you to go lead that. And actually, there was a thing recently as a team, and I'll share with you, like, it's a voluntary meeting. I've been talking about meetings a lot lately, but we started a journal meeting. As a team, we've been trying to do journal and to help us with those rocks and those to-dos. And we're tracking every day and checking things off and, you know, personally and professionally and all these things. So I started this voluntary journal meeting. So it's not anything complicated, but it's more so who's motivated, who wants to be held somewhat accountable, right, for this thing. And I honestly don't need something else to keep up with. I want to encourage the team to do it. I am trying to do it as faithfully as I can. And as often as I can, I am trying to do this every day. And I encourage them to do it. I know the benefits of journaling. And I can only imagine the benefits of of that if the whole team's doing or most of the team. But again, I made it voluntary. And it's like, let's say it's 15 or 20 minutes. You might share one or two things about what you've learned over the last few weeks, month, however often you want to do it. But it's more so so people know there's some accountability. It is voluntary, right? Again, it's, you're going to see some high achievers pop out, you know, by doing this, right? By doing some voluntary things like this. However, I was doing this and there's somebody else that's probably more motivated about journaling on the team than I am and is very good at this and good at with people and working through journaling and helping others. And, and so I just said, hey, you know what? How about you lead this? And they were excited about it. They said, I would love to. So that's great, right? I think they're better at this than I am at journaling and and they're going to help encourage other people and they can spend some time on that. And guess what? That's something that I do not have to keep up with now. But I do believe it's something that's very important and it, it helps even the team to get to know each other better. It helps build communication and community and all those things that's so vital 
to your team. And that's just another way that you show that you care and that you're building culture and all these things. And even that, you know, building culture, right? Our employees claim they love our culture. They love being here. And I do believe it's because we try to show we care. And we try to show on a personal level, you know, that we do care about them and their families. And so I think you will reap many rewards by caring about your team in a big way, just like you would want to be cared for, right? No doubt about it. Some unlimited PTO. And again, I, I think we start that after maybe six months or something like that. So it doesn't happen right away, but it's pretty quick. And, you know, just like my friend, which I've, I've referenced a number of times, he's fixing a leaf. He's going to go somewhere else. Okay. He is interviewing at other places right now. And so that's what you have to remember. When you have people that are motivated, that are wanting to lead, that are innovative and have ideas, they're bringing you ideas, they're hard charging, you better harness that. And you better figure out a way to help them to stay motivated and to take some of their ideas and to let them run with some things and empower them. Because if you don't, they're going to go do it for somebody else. (laughs) And I don't blame them. I do not blame them. You know, even people on our team, we have some very motivated, amazing people. And I know that if I don't harness some of that motivation and empower them, that they're going to go do it for somebody else. And I wouldn't blame them. Okay. But through our alignment meetings, through our one on one meetings, just time with them, I hope that I know that. I hope that I'm learning about that from them. All right. So I hope after today, you know, you are building better culture. I hope that your team knows that you care about them. Remember, they are your most important asset. And, you know, as you grow, they're your biggest asset. I mean, they are so vitally important. If we had somebody leave right now, man, it's going to be such a shock to our team, right? We're going to absorb it. We're going to keep going. We're going to figure it out. No doubt about it. We're going to hire somebody else. But I don't want to see them go. I care about them, right? And so I hope that, again, you're becoming a better leader by listening to this show and even just learning from what I'm learning. And I hope that if you have questions or if you have something else you'd like for me to talk about or how I'm doing it, how our team's doing it, what Sam and I are up to, anything, I hope that you will reach out at info at LifeBridge Capital and ask a question. We would love to hear from you. Again, if, if you email info at LifeBridge Capital and ask about the book, uh, the family board meeting, we will send you that for free. I want to personally send that to you. So send us email your address and we'll get that in the mail to you. We'd love to get that to as many people as I can. I think you can apply that to your spouse and other family members as well. And then you can encourage your team to do it also with their family. So have a blessed day. I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today. 